Hi, and welcome. My name is Susan Wilson. I'm the group vice president here with Informatica. And today I'm joined by data and analytics leader, Yarlini Krishnaraj. Yarlini, please give us an introduction and we'll get started. Hey, Susan. Uh, thank you so much for this interview. Uh, pleasure meeting you here. I'm Yarni Krishnaraj. I work for Mekasin. I head up their decision intelligence. Um, I've been with the firm for the last one year and prior to that, I've been working in the banking sector and most of my career, I spent a lot of time spending time in data and analytics and I'm very happy to be part of this conversation. Uh, we're so happy to have you. Uh, we've got a few themes that we're going to be talking about today that will explore so many areas of what you're involved in uh, there at McKesson. First one we're going to start with is value delivery, um, value delivery through enterprise data and analytics. Um, you know, a common question that I often get asked by chief data analytics officers and CDOs is, how do you measure and communicate the value of data and analytics in your organization? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's a key thing, a theme, because like with so much of data out there, there are so many different things that we can be doing, like experimenting. How do you really uh, make sure that we are focusing only on the, you know, analytics that provides value is going to be very key. Um, we actually have a framework, right? Like, you know, what are the hard benefits that we can come up with? That what are the soft benefits and what are the mandatory, right? Like, you know, which is like almost like a regulatory. What I mean by that is like the way we kind of go go about measuring value is like you know hey like by doing this are we reducing the operating expense are we re avoiding some cost are we increasing a revenue you know some level of measurement of how creating this particular analytics is going to be helping in improving the business process right like you know so those are the hard value that we go after but not everything is can be a hard benefit but there are some soft um benefits that that are uh, that too, like it's non-financial, but it can improve our customer satisfaction. It can you measure the value through customer satisfaction, improved employee engagement, you know, even brand reputation. They are these are very hard to measure as a dollar amount, but it is still a value add for the company, right? And then there are certain things we do. It may not add a value from a hard or soft benefit, but it is mandatory. It's for compliance, right? So typically these are the categories we look into when we go into a value realization for a project. I, I agree. And in fact, you know, just speaking with a number of um, CDAOs, you know, there, there are some key themes that they're working out, just like you just articulated. It's related to operational efficiency, it could be related to growth and, you know, through um, expansion, new markets, new product lines. Um, a third area is getting that rich understanding of our customer or key entities and then um, regulations, you know, managing risk. Um, another area, too, is environmental. So, you know, society and, and governance, um, you know, so value delivery, you know, through data and analytics is core. Uh, core to delivering that is through the relationships that you have between digital data analytics in your business strategies mm -hmm. um, and execution. Um, one of the bigger challenges or opportunities is how do you map and link those dependencies across your strategic objectives, you know, mm -hmm. to understand the value chain of data? Yeah. I mean, to me, like that whole value chain, the biggest um, thing that we need to look at is the business strategy right? All of the business is anchored towards like what business value that we are going to be bringing in. So in, in my opinion, and that's how like we kind of operate is 
looking at the business strategy and then doing certain work, like how that business strategy is going to, this analytics is going to be fulfilling that business strategy and what value that's going to bring that business. And then map back to what data analytics can do and what data can benefit and digital things are going to benefit. That's kind of how we map it. End of the day, it, it's all about executing to deliver something for the business, right? We, we don't want to create something that is, hey, it is very cool thing to do. That's what the digital office thinks it's cool thing to do. Let's go ahead and do it. Like, you know, um, so that is the starting point for, I would say, almost like 80% of the thing. But having said that, sometimes the value chain goes the other way around because business strategy may or may not be realizing value of the data that is out there that they haven't even looked into. So this is where like value chain sometimes starts from the digital and data office where they have so much knowledge about the data that's available there. They know the art of work, right? So by playing with the data, they can kind of come up with recommendations and then kind of that bubbles up. And we have had some examples where this has happened, where like, you know, business didn't think it was a this big priority, but our data office found a wealth of data and which we can be utilizing to improve our business. And they went back with that kind of a recommendation. They piloted it. It was such a success. Now it became the big, big business priority, part of the business strategy, right? So I would say like there is a, there is a mapping obviously between these, but most of them start from the business priority and some of them start from the digital office. Definitely a best practice. Um, and I, I loved how you mapped it out and there that value realization. And sometimes you just need those aha moments um, for the lines of business to see it. So that was a great example. Really also a very important point to this too is managing expectations. <laughs> I think back to the days, you know, when I was um, running the program at Pfizer, there was no shortage you know, of high expectations, when I'm going, going to have this, and it's basically, it's gonna solve everything. Um, so managing expectations is really key, especially with different stakeholder groups. What are some of the best practices that you have around communication in educating various groups on the value of data and analytics? Yeah, I mean, once we determine that at least like something is the biggest value from a, uh, you know, from a project perspective, like, there's a multiple level of communication, right? First is the executive buy-in. Um, we typically try to start with like, you know, if it is a bigger project which needs a bigger funding, like let's make sure that we are going into the uh, stakeholders, like even our executive committee saying, hey, these are the top priorities for the year. Making sure they are aligned. So that, that's where the, the communication starts, right? Like, you know, the stakeholders, um, from executive management perspective, once it is approved by them, once it's aligned with them, how do we kind of manage the expectation in the next level of stakeholders is important. Like that's why we kind of go with the more of agile way of executing our projects because we are making a commitment. But at the same time, business is also changing as things change. So we have to have that constant touch point with business on how we are delivering and what incremental value either you know, that we are providing by providing this anal analytics and like making sure that end user who's actually consuming has that communication loop currently is uh, important. So to me, like, you know, there, there is a different layers of communication and we need to be providing that um, as long as we can align with this end users and then we have them actually even as ambassador to articulate the value, it's very easy then go back and tell this, our executive sponsors say, hey, 
we said we are going to work on this. We worked with your team. This is the value value we created. And sometimes we even bring those end user consumption users to to our executive leadership team meeting to articulate the value it provided. Right, like you know, so the communication from a the leadership perspective, communication from an end user perspective is both are very important to keep um, the motivation going to deliver on value. I love that. I really do because. Um, nothing speaks better than the individuals who are actually receiving the benefit and telling, you know, your executive team members, you know, the value and why we should continue to invest in these capabilities. And it is also art of the possible about how you can solve other lines of business because success, you know, breeds success um, out of that process. So I really I love that in terms of the communication. And also you've got it laid out you know, not only the executives who are there investing the budgets and the timeframes and the resources, but also in the trenches. And so you've got a nice line of sight across multiple layers in your organization. Yeah, in fact, like we had very recently had an incident where, you know, through one of our dashboards, there was an outlier that they found it and through which like we actually found, found an error that they were able to go back and correct. And it was a great example. And whoever like caught that, like we are able to create that story, like you know, really articulate that story back to the business, back to the leadership, saying, "Hey, like you approved this project, we worked on it, we delivered this. Like if the whole project is also itself is not delivered, but it is just our first release, but it's already providing value, and this is how, you know." So they were definitely happy, and we continue to have that support because we have that continuous communication with them. Yeah, Carly, I enjoyed our conversation today and I look forward to more um, time to engage with you to learn where you are progressing in the journey and more of the lessons learned. I've really enjoyed you sharing your perspectives today. And those for you listening um, uh, as part of CDO Magazine, um, I want to thank you for listening. And also, if you'd like to um, hear more videos, um, you can visit cdomagazine.tech. Uh, this is Susan Wilson, Group Vice President of Informatica, and I want to thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much, Arlene. Thank you, Susan.